0: Thank you for joining us in The Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. At the soul of The Me Suite is the conviction that we should run our own personal lives with the same discipline that C-suites use to run the companies we most admire. The C-suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living the core values? Number two, is everything humming smoothly day to day? And number three, how do we stay fresh and relevant for the future? We should run our own individual lives no differently. What we value, how we make others feel, how we operate, how we make and spend money, how we stay fresh and relevant, all are decisions we should be making about our own lives. You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality to run our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. In this episode of The Me Suite, we're going to talk about what is possibly the ultimate source of power for the life minded, and that is having options. Options mean we're not trapped, because options allow you to be in control, and all the behavior science shows that we desire to be in control. In fact, one experiment showed that options are also desired by pigeons, monkeys, and rats. But The Me Suite focuses on humans, and humans need control by nature. My first significant job out of school, The boss I had on that very first day gave me two pieces of advice. The first thing he said was always return my calls and emails within four hours of receipt. And I was just hoping that he wasn't going to be sending me something at 10 o'clock at night. But the second thing he said was, you should always have your resume up to date and ready to go. And I thought, oh my goodness, he is sorry they hired me and put me in his department. Then he said, be ready to take headhunter phone calls. And I thought, man, is this place going under? I just started here. But no, what he was being was a great coach. He was advising me to do this because it was what was best for me as an individual. Because if I needed to leave, I'd be ready. My resume was up to date. But if I wasn't sure if this was the right place for me, I could be testing the waters and then feel very confident in my decision to stay. I then later had a different boss who put a list of top 10 things up at some big meeting we were having, and I have no idea what was on the list except for one thing. I remember it was number nine, and I could not get it out of my head, and it was live your life financially so that you can quit this job when you need to. Options are power. Options put you in control. Stock advisors have been telling us this for years, to have a diverse portfolio to spread your risk. I think about the C-suite leaders of companies like Kodak, BlackBerry, Blockbuster, and I wonder, did they create options to stay fresh and relevant for the future? There's also research out there that says the optimal number of choices is about 10. There really isn't an exact formula for how many options you need for a particular me-suite decision, but the discipline and the concept is still valid. To have a surround sound of options in your me-suite, so that you're never painted into a corner. So let's explore what that means. There are four ways to build a surround sound of options for the Me Suite: People, skills, health, and finances. So let's break those down. People. Different people come in and out of our lives for different reasons. Clearly, not every relationship deserves or needs the same attention. For some, it's enough to have a like relationship, where I like your Facebook and your Instagram posts and I reshare LinkedIn articles. Often in this case, I may just like staying in touch, but it would be extremely awkward to ask you for a favor or for advice out of the blue because I haven't invested in a relationship in that deeper way. To nurture your network in a deeper way that helps you build options for the future, we need discipline and most importantly, good intentions. I like to wear the hat of an accountant when thinking about nurturing relationships. It sounds a little sterile, but stick with me. Just like an accountant thinks about the income statement, debits and credits, deposits and withdrawals, we need to be thinking about nurturing relationships with more discipline to keep the relationship account in balance. I don't mean keeping score or I do this for you, so you owe that for me. And I certainly do not mean using people, far from it. What I am recognizing is that there are times in a relationship when you are the giver, depositing to the balance, and times when you're the receiver withdrawing from the balance. And over time, that relationship needs to stay in balance, like balancing the network checkbook. This takes some effort, and it takes good intentions. And most often, you're not depositing or withdrawing. You're just enjoying each other and building goodwill. Now, I know goodwill would be on the balance sheet, not the income statement, but the accountant mindset can still apply, so please do not send me CPA hate mail. I enjoyed being a student of Keith Ferrazzi. You may know him. He's the author of Never Eat Lunch Alone and other books on selling. And from that, I decided to build in an hour every Friday. It was 10 o'clock on my calendar, booked every Friday to think about my network and how I should be connecting with individuals to nurture that network. Maybe send an article to someone on a topic we've recently discussed at lunch. Maybe send a birthday bitmoji. I did this religiously for my client network for years and it felt great. And it dawned on me, I should be doing this same discipline for my life network, not only for my work network. So I thought of natural ways to make new connections and reconnections. My favorite is my Sunday New York Times routine. It's a religion for me. Seriously, reading the New York Times on paper, old school, and then taking photos of articles that I see and send them to a friend who maybe comes to mind when I read that article— I love finding these little reasons to connect in a meaningful way with good intentions, making network deposits, and building reliability and intimacy with those most important to me for the future that I want to have. In addition to Keith Ferrazzi guidance, I also recommend the trust equation, trustadvisor.com. If you'd like to dig deeper into the core elements of building trust-based relationships for life, I highly recommend that you visit that. And of course, at the foundation of people in your network, Helping you build options for the future is your ability to bring into your life those who share your core values and shedding those who negatively work against them. Nurture your network with discipline and good intentions. Liking a post is not enough to nurture a network for the future you desire to have. Number two with skills. The more narrowly you think about the skills you have, the narrower your options. Let me give you an example. I was a professional actor, and then I moved into strategy consulting at one of the most premier global firms. I interviewed not by telling stories of my acting skills that I enjoy performing and I memorize lines and I like crying on cue. I rather told stories about those skills of putting myself in the client's shoes to better understand them and to see a situation from their perspective. And that acting skill makes me better than most at client management and tailoring communications. I'm not saying don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, but I am saying don't be so literal. Your skills are more fungible than you're likely appreciating. The third one is health. The worse your health, the worse your options. It's that simple. I am not talking about pants sizes and an ideal weight. I don't care what size clothes you wear. I'm talking about blood work and vital signs. I'm talking about a healthy mind and body. I have personally found that a trainer and nutritionist has been very valuable when I faced a pre-diabetes scare, but there are loads of affordable online options as well. I've also seen therapists save the lives of a few people that I love And don't forget the people that we just talked about a moment ago that you choose to bring into your life. You bring in the ones who will walk with you in the evenings. Bring in the ones who will support you if you're trying to cut down on your drinking. Health, health, health. We will have some podcasts focus on this important dimension of the me suite, so please look out for those. Then the fourth one was finances. I can't secretly go through your trash to see your receipts since everything is mostly digital. But if you show me your receipts, I'll tell you who you are because we vote with our wallets. We have a Me Suite podcast on this topic alone, so please take a listen to that one. I think Susie Orman, though, says it best. What you choose to do with your money shows whether you are truly powerful or powerless. So options are a true source of power in the Me Suite. There are four ways to build that power through options: people, skills, health, and finances. If you're in the Me Suite mindset, you build options. Options are power, power for the life minded. Thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. Have we got you thinking about your core values and what you're needing in your own Me Suite? Subscribe to the podcast, share your core values with us, and visit me on Facebook or at theme That's the me suite.com. Sweet suite like executive suite. TheMeSuite.com. That's v the dash me dash The MeSuite, a source of power for the life-minded.